Hello, hello, and welcome back, everyone. We are having some fantastic conversations here at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion here on the show floor in the North Hall, the fabulous North Hall. Someone said to me, can I Google the North Hall? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could. You could yeah. if you if you wanted to. <laughs> well, we are here with the fabulous Caitlin Burns, and we are having great conversations about a variety of the topics surrounding the NAB show this year, which is all around about media, entertainment, and technology. And Caitlin Burns is a very well-known creative technologist. Mm -hmm. You have your hands in a lot of different yeah. technology platforms, really merging creative. I know you're here Absolutely. for a lot of VR. Yeah, um, I'm a host. I'm uh, executive producing on the VR AR Pavilion this year, and we have a tremendous number of panels and demos from different people working in these new immersive design technologies. Right now we have cinematic and live action uh VR content uh, in a panel right now. Later this afternoon, we'll be talking about uh, art and animation with some incredible award-winning creators. But the real thing is, is these new technologies are part of the bigger business of creative. And, and learning about how you use them is only part of a much bigger strategy for employing those. And that, that's where my work really comes in. And what's the name of the company? Um, Storytech Immersive is running the stage, but I run Caitlin Burns & Associates, which that's is... Right. Which is you. It's me. And yeah, it's yeah. a business consultant for media businesses, and, and, and we also produce. Right, and Storytech Immersive is, is my partner, my former partner. We, we split off. He's focusing on VR, but he's doing a great job in putting together the pavilion. So if you're on the floor, definitely check out the um, VR and AR pavilion, which, which you, of course, have helped put together as well. Yeah. Now, when you're, um, when you're a creative, how do you jump into this world? Like, what, what should you be looking at? There's so many things. I mean, sure. I mean, the thing that's always been interesting to me, because I'm really a producer and a creative both. I came out of the entertainment industry working with big franchises, where you have to have your experience hat on, you have to have your business hat on, and you have to really be thinking about what the audience is going to be doing and understand why you would choose to, to put that into your budget. Um, whether this experience that you're creating that's going to be amazing and exciting is going to actually feed back the eyeballs, feed back the revenue, feed back the engagement that you really want. Um, so for people going into VR now, the big question is why? Um, right, if you right. want to be innovative, it's a great way to get attention. If you want to build something that's going to grow with these technologies over time, you can do it now, but the cost is big. Um, at the same time, there are platforms where there are real opportunities to blaze trails like WebVR, which is just postable to any URL. So 360 videos that work in a browser. Well, 360 videos or are... Or VR. VR. Yeah, I mean, you're really talking about graphics. It's okay. incredible for data visualization, WebVR. Um, it gives you the opportunity to connect private data sets to do the same sorts of things you would with any other website. So signups, tracking, private analytics, um, because you're hosting a website that just right. happens to also have a stereoscopic three-dimensional experience. So, and, it, so um, and correct me on this, so it's not 360 video, it's really, it's, it's VR, but in a web browser. You can do 360 video on Android right now, mm -hmm. but one of the big things that WebVR is struggling with right now is there are only a handful of companies that are doing it. Right. Um, so groups like Datavise, some like we are working, and, and, and but, is it is it yeah. that they're shooting something in VR and they're spitting it out in the format for WebVR, or are they shooting for WebVR? Um, when you're doing the shooting for for VR, you're doing the same shooting no okay. matter what. So you're using 360 cameras. Right. For WebVR, you're building 
if you wanted to do an interactive cinematic piece, you could go to Unreal or Unity or build in JavaScript a framework right. for a website. And you're yeah. basically talking about all the different softwares that you need to move through this space. Absolutely. Which, and it's changing all the time. I have a colleague, a producer friend, and she was like, we started the show in this software version, yeah. and we're ending in this software version, and it's painful mm -hmm. because then they have to go back in every few months you know, yeah, and, and, and tweak. And it's moving very, very fast. Yeah. So if you're treating it like a web video, where you're doing a 360 piece and you want to put it out onto Facebook or YouTube, it's going to follow along, we hope, we pray, yeah. that um, it'll follow along with their updates and not break in the process. And I think that's probably a really safe bet for anyone working in 360 today. But right. if you're working in gaming, if you're building more complex experiences, if you want to add interactivity, the platforms and distribution are still working out the kinks. And our, I know you said there's tremendous growth happening. So just, mm -hmm. um, I always find trade shows to be sort of the trendsetter for mm -hmm. looking at how big an area has developed. So from this year to last year, has the VR pavilion grown a lot, evolved, changed? I wasn't here last year. Okay, <laughs> but, but you're here this year. I am. And that um, shows that the show yeah. has really moved forward. I yeah. think NAB has done a great job in bringing together a variety of different categories that are really significant in the creative technology space. Absolutely. And I will say, um, I was on a panel yesterday with the Digital Futures Exchange, and the VR panel was Standing Room Only Plus. Right, right. The same way over at the Pavilion, before I left to walk over here, we saw a really incredible number of attendees yeah. and a fantastic number of exhibitors that are around that Pavilion that are really showing off the great new technologies and content opportunities. Right, so it's very yeah. hot space right now. I mm -hmm. mean, I've said to a friend, a lot of people are going to spend a lot of money, and there'll be a few people standing, but those people standing will know what they're doing. Yes, <laughs> for sure. So it's like any new area. Everyone's yeah. flooding it, and then, you mm -hmm. know, there'll be some people yeah. um, coming out of it. Now, what about augmented reality? To me, oh, that's yeah. where the dough is right now. Well, it's, it's a very different format, because instead of uh, virtual reality, where you're entirely immersed and present in an experience, AR is about enhancing and and adding to the world around you. You're not closed into an environment. So hardware aside, you have a whole different way to engage with people and connect to them in a way that's slightly less disruptive, right, potentially. Right, right. You, know, you don't have to block out a huge amount of time in your daily life to play with an AR experience. That said, the hardware is still a couple of years from being really ubiquitous, even the same way VR technology is sort of ubiquitous now. Right, right, that's um, great. And, and for groups <coughs> thinking about bringing them in, um, you're often thinking about experimenting with budgets of AR or VR versus machine learning or AI. You know, you're right. competing about what of these experimental they're technologies all gonna, they're all going to come, learn come together. So, Caitlin, um, where can people get your help? Where can they find you? Well, you can find me at CaitlinBurnsAndAssociates.com. And if you're interested in hearing more about the creative side of this, you can check out my publication, PaxSolaria.net. We do live events and online essays and, and studies. Fantastic. So, Caitlin Burns, the guru around creative technologies, just literally as they emerge, you're the gal to come talk to if I want to figure out what I'm doing in this space. Absolutely. And all week you're at the VR Pavilion um, doing a lot of great panels with great Definitely. Between there and the live show, uh, we're going to have a tremendous opportunity for people to learn and see the best work in the industry. Well, it's been great having you. We are broadcasting live on voiceamerica.com here at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion. And stick around at 11 o'clock. We're jumping into our first session, which is all about niche networks, vertical 
vertical networks that are playing off on over-the-top um, boxes, and really the future of content, where you can go really deep into a particular subject. And I think they'll be leveraging a Caitlin Burns to figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an exciting field. I'm going to stay and watch. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Lori H. Schwartz here, your tech cat. We'll be broadcasting live. We'll be back in a few moments with our first session. Join us at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion.